Good morning and you're tuning in to Morning Mixtape News. It is Friday, June 30th and I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa, reporting for CJRU 1280am in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. A former student of Waterloo University has been charged with the stabbing of three individuals. Google is to remove news links to Canada as Online News Act becomes law. 29 auto thefts were reported in Old Toronto last week. And then we'll hear from Samina with her segment, Turn the Page. So let's get into the news. A former student at Waterloo University was charged with the stabbing of three individuals. Police say 24-year-old Giovanni Villalba Alman, an international student who graduated in 2022, is behind this. He's been charged with aggravated assault, assault with a weapon, and possession of a weapon for a dangerous purpose. According to police, this Wednesday, a man entered a gender studies classroom that he was not a part of, and he stabbed a 38-year-old female professor and two male students, one 20 years old and one 19. The suspect walked into a class called Philosophy 202 of 40 students. Police suspect this to be a hate-motivated act. It is believed that the 2SLGBTQ plus community was targeted. Mark Crawwell, chief of the Waterloo Regional Police Service, said during a media briefing yesterday, quote, it is sad and disturbing that this incident happened during Pride Month. At the end, he said he hopes it encourages the community to, quote, all come together. Students in the classroom attempted to stop the incident by throwing chairs and other materials, but upon police arrival, the suspect tried to act as the other victim. According to CTV News, many many students were shocked to hear of this incident and expressed their concerns with their safety given the late response of the university. CTV News also interviewed Benjamin Lowen, a corporate finance teacher, who stated that he expects less people in class on Thursday. The Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, issued a statement saying the stabbing was, quote, unacceptable. Google has planned to remove news links to Canadian news after a new law has been passed. On Thursday, June 23rd, a new bill, Bill C-18, was passed stating that Google and Meta must compensate news outlets for their news content. As a response, Google stated that they are to remove Canadian news links entirely from their search engines. Meta has decided to block all Canadian news content. Kent Walker, the president of global affairs at Google and Alphabet, said that this bill has the potential to expose the companies to, quote, financial liability. Larger media outlets agree with the new law and state that social media outlets should compensate them for having access to the news they gather. Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez expressed his disappointment with Google by stating that he believes the news and media outlets should be paid, quote, their fair share and described Google's decision as, quote, irresponsible. 
Prime Minister Justin Trudeau released a statement claiming that the government strongly believed that Google would agree to compensate news outlets as the law was intended to benefit numerous independent journalists. However, he added on to say that he is disappointed with Meta's decision to block off Canadian news content completely. A source from the government stated that since 2008, at least one-third of journalism jobs have disappeared over the years. According to CBC News, Google and Meta are hinting that they would rather get rid of the news content than to abide by the rules and compensate news outlets. Many politicians continue to express their disappointment with Google and Meta's decision and state that this would have a serious impact on Canadian news and democracy. 29 vehicles were reported to be stolen from the period of June 22nd to June 29th in the area of Old Toronto. In terms of the City of Toronto overall, that is 197 vehicles all in all. As of June 2023, there have been over 420 reported stolen cars in the City of Toronto for the year of 2023. 20 vehicles were reported to be stolen in the Casa Loma area, 44 in Lawrence Park North, 72 in Lawrence Park South, 80 in Rosedale Moor Park, 54 in waterfront communities. Last month, the Ontario Police invested nearly $51 million to help identify and penalize thieves, and the Toronto Police continue to make efforts to identify and solve the ongoing issue with increased car thefts in summer. That is all for today's news. Let's take a look at the weather for the rest of the week. Today, it is 24 degrees Celsius, but feels like 19 degrees with a precipitation of 80%. On Saturday, the weather is 26 degrees, but feels like 20 degrees and a precipitation of 20%. So dress accordingly and prepare for a rainy weekend ahead. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Warning, the content in this segment may be distressing to listeners. Discretion is advised. June is National Indigenous History Month in Canada, a time to recognize the rich history, heritage, resilience, and diversity of First Nations, Inuit, and Métis across Toronto and all of Turtle Island. Take the time to read the stories of people from the Indigenous community. Their history has been erased. We still don't know the extent of the atrocities they faced. Reading their stories lets us learn and helps keep their memories alive. Hate has no place anywhere. One of the best ways to digest information is to read from a different perspective, a younger perspective. Have you ever heard the phrase, children are sponges? You have to be careful what you say because they pick up on everything. These are the most impressionable ages, after all. The title of the book is I Lost My Talk. The author is Mikam poet and songwriter Rita Joe illustrated by Pauline Young. It was published as part of her debut poetry collection, Poems of Rita Joe, in 1978. It is an autobiographical poem talking about Rita's time in the Shubankati Indian Residential School in Nova Scotia. It was a boarding school in Canada where children were punished for speaking their native languages. 
The goal of the residential school system was to assimilate indigenous children into the dominant culture. Rita started at Chubankati when she was 12 years old. From this perspective, she talks about losing her cultural identity as she loses her language. As a result, Rita became disconnected from her stories, traditions, and history. She hopes and continues to hope to reclaim it one day. As I said in the beginning of the segment, we still don't know the extent of the atrocities faced by indigenous people. Their history has been erased. Reading this book is one step to helping claim it. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in for tomorrow for more. It's CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki Kalantharasa. Thank you for listening.